Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. from the athletic is jeremy rutherford getting ready for the memorial day weekend good morning jr how you doing good morning gang how you guys doing doing well and as i watch these playoffs unfold i have no doubt that the blues would be in the stanley cup finals had they acquired matthew kachuk <laughs> from calgary rather than the the florida panthers and i think we we look back at it with 2020 hindsight now knowing what he has and the 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 money that he got from florida the house that he has in florida the f- fact that there's no state income tax in florida what the panthers are paying him and what the panthers were able to give up for him is it realistic now to look back and think the Blues could have had Matthew Kachuk? Well, they would have had to have given up a lot. And I think it was a tough situation. You know, you go back to uh, what Calgary was looking for. Let's remember, Daryl Sutter was their coach. They've gone through a lot of uh, downs here in the last few years, and they were trying to uh, to kind of keep keep going the, uh, the, the, the uh, positive energy that they had going as an organization and, and try to win with Daryl Sutter before, you know, he was getting up there. And, and so I think that, for them to look around the league and look for assets and young players, that wasn't going to happen. And I think that when you talk about the Blues situation with Vladimir Tarasenko, he had a no-trade clause. I think Scandella's got a modified no-trade clause. I had heard that the Calgary Flames didn't want Jordan Cairo. It would have been tough to put together a package, I think, that would have uh, appeased Calgary. And then you look at what Florida gave up. And at the time, you know, that's a really good package. So, hey, guys, looking back, I think uh, really if Doug Armstrong's watching these playoffs, which he is, he's like, man, I should have said, I'll give up the third line. I'll give up the second line. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give up six players and two defensemen to get this guy into St. Louis. But, J- uh, no, it didn't work out that way. JR, have you seen a performance like what you've seen from Matthew Kachuk winning two games in overtime, the game winner last night with five seconds left? Have you seen a performance like that in a series? I have not. I mean, we saw what O'Reilly did in the Boston series. I think he had goals in four, in four games. That was the first time since Gretzky to have goals in four games. i got to be honest with you guys. I've been watching a lot of these playoffs, but you do miss a game here or there. Like last night, I was at my daughter's softball game, and so you're following it on social media. And I'm, I'm not kidding you. I was sitting there in the bleachers watching the softball game. And I saw the tweet that says Kachuk scores four seconds left. I said, you've got to be kidding me. you absolutely got to be kidding me. And I was telling Rocchio off air that a lot of times when you write a big feature story like we did about Matthew Kachuk at The Athletic a week and a half, two weeks ago, you kind of look for opportunities to retweet it. Hey, is he putting his name back in the headline? Let's retweet it now. Maybe people are looking. He's given me like 10 opportunities to retweet this story. Every time he does something, he's putting himself <laughs> back in the news and we've been able to uh, bring up that story again. 
Well, and then tonight, we're going to have to wait to see who the Panthers will be facing, but it'll either be the Golden Knights or the Dallas Stars. What do you like in this series? Who do you think is going to come out on top? And what did you make, too, of that Jamie Benn suspension for two games? Yeah, so uh, 3-0 Vegas. That looks like uh, they'll be playing Florida in the the Stanley Cup final. Uh, I've liked Vegas kind of throughout the playoffs. They get the job done. Uh, and you look at their team, two ex-Blues, I'm sure some people here in St. Louis are pulling for them, Alex Petrangelo, uh, Ivan Barbashev. They've looked really good in the playoffs. For those who aren't watching, Barbashev's just played absolutely outstanding. And as far as the uh, penalty, the, the Stars are going to be without Jamie Benn tonight. And I'm sure you guys saw this yesterday, but uh, he cross-checked the guy in the back, Mark Stone, and he says yesterday that he was actually falling and he was using a stick to kind of brace his fall. Like, come on. First of all, you take that penalty that you can't take and you get kicked out of the game early on, so you're not there for your team. Second of all, you're not there post-game to talk to the media about what happened. And then third, you're going to come out and say that you fell on the guy. So he's going to miss the game tonight. I think that uh, Vegas is going to wrap it up tonight. We're going to have two sweeps, and you're going to be talking about a uh, Vegas Panthers final. Jeremy Rutherford with us on 101 ESPN. And somebody, it was a great little quip the other night on Twitter. They said they tried to call uh, Jamie Benn after the first period after he got kicked out, and uh, it went right to voicemail, no rings. Um, <laughs> so, But it's, uh, remember when the, the owner ripped he and uh, Sagan? And you, you just wonder yeah. if, if some guys have it in them to 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 win and he he as a captain of that team for whatever reason has not shown the propensity and they've had some really good teams there to be able to lead a winning uh, Stanley Cup winning franchise right and Randy I know you remember this let's go back a few years to when Jamie Ben sat on top of Alex Petrangelo and everybody said uh, that's the type of captain you need you don't need a guy like Petrangelo who mm-hmm. you know, lays on the ground and then he goes to the bench and then the cameras caught him smiling just a little bit later well guess what guess who's going to the Stanley Cup final this year Alex Petrangelo and and guess who's not? Jamie Ben. I think Jamie Ben would have been gone from Dallas a few years ago if not for that uh, monster contract. And his play wasn't anywhere near up to par. Uh, he did have a good regular season this year, but true colors come out here in the postseason. You know, I think he's a good player. He's talented. He's skilled. He's not the type of guy that I would want leading my team. Hey, JR, as this uh, offseason unfolds, and we're still a month away from the draft, but. It- are you getting any read on whether or not a quantity of players might be available in trades? Like if the Blues wanted to trade their two number ones, do you think there will be much out there this year? Uh, yeah, so when I talked to Doug Armstrong about that recently, he said that they were uh, they had the information stage done where they gathered, the staff gathered uh, the guys that they thought might be available. And at this time, when I talked to Doug a couple weeks ago, he said they were in the stage uh, coming soon where they'd start making some phone calls. And he hadn't done that yet. Maybe he's done that by now. Just to teams to, to feel them out. Uh, so even at that time, they didn't know who was going to be available. You know, I, I think there's going to be some complimentary players uh, that the Blues probably could have in a trade that could help them and, and kind of get them through this next year or two, whether how competitive they're going to be, you know, we just don't know. Uh, so in my conversation with Doug, I think they're going to make that number 10 pick. Uh, I don't believe they'd try to trade up. And then I think that uh, they're either going to use those two later round uh, picks in the first round or potentially use one of them, like you said, to, to make a trade. But I don't think we're going to see, you know, and, and with Doug, you never know. So I probably put my foot in my mouth here. I don't think we're going to see anything blockbuster I just think that he's going to try to keep this team competitive, you know, bank on guys like Brandon Kapanen to, to do something and kind of get them through this period and, and see if that defense can uh, 
can come back and play better than it did last year. So a little bit shocked if he were to make a, a blockbuster, but I do think they'll be somewhat active. Are they going to be looking at defense, uh, specifically defensemen? Is that a is that a need for this team going into next season? So it is, but here, here's the thing. you got to have a taker. you got to have a partner. So I think if there was something there uh, when he explores the uh, – options around the league to try to make a trade with one of his defensemen if, if it were there and made sense I think he'd do it uh, but if there isn't then he really can't do anything because if you don't have any takers for these contracts you're not really going to be able to shuffle the deck if you do bring in somebody you know it could be a, a second or third pair that you know guys squeezes in there uh, but with the contracts they have and the guys that they're counting on in that front four you know they don't really have any other choices unless they can move on those guys. And I wonder if a guy like Truba with the Rangers, and the fans don't like him, I don't know what Chris Drury thinks, but you look at the Rangers, if, if I'm the, the Rangers' ownership, I'm, I'm going to Chris Drury and saying, yeah, you probably don't want to answer Doug Armstrong's phone. Yeah, right, definitely with the trades that he's made. By the way, we did that fan survey uh, the other day, Randy. I don't know if you saw the results, mm-hmm. but you know the, the confidence in Doug Armstrong to make a free agent signing not so great, kind of similar situation with Mosaic, right? Uh, but you look at the confidence the Blues fans have in Doug Armstrong's trades, it continues to be through the roof. So, yeah, if you're uh, Chris Drury, you probably don't want to pick up that phone when Doug calls about a trade. Jer, what's the latest thing you have going on in the athletic? Yeah, working on a couple of things. Actually, something we just talked about. I'm working with uh, Shana Goldman on a piece about what are the potential possibilities for a trade of a Blues defenseman, and if so, which teams around the league could be interested when you talk about Colton Pareko, Tori Krug, Nick Letty, these types of guys. Are there teams around the league that would be interested in them? Uh, we should have that up uh, probably tomorrow and then maybe next week sometime. Uh, you have the potential of Ryan O'Reilly coming back to St. Louis. How often does that happen? In the last 20 years, it's happened 23 times where a guy's been traded to another team at the deadline and returned as a free agent the following year. Could happen with Ryan O'Reilly this summer. That's an astounding amount. Uh, aside from Kachuk and Wait, have we had any others? No, the Blues haven't. And honestly, after Wait and Kachuk, it, it, it drops off significantly. There's a few guys in there like Antoine Vermette maybe got a first-rounder and then came back the mm-hmm. following year. But most of them are fourth, fifth, sixth-round draft picks. But Wait and Kachuk, those were the two big ones. All right. Thank you, JR. Have a great holiday weekend. Yep, you guys too. Thank you. Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues insider from The Athletic on 101 ESPN.